Tell me if your parents ever ask you this question. So if all your friends jumped off a cliff, would you jump off the cliff too? I know they did, at least at some point, because all of us at some point in our life succumb to what we call peer pressure. We begin to think like everybody else thinks. We do what everybody else does. We get into the flow like a river of salmon going one direction, downstream or up, like a bunch of sheep headed in one direction. And we tend to follow the flock, even if it's in our worst interest to do so. Welcome to Leading Leaders Podcast. Five minute videos, five days a week. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast. And the real question today is for leaders who are caught up in that world of the political sway. Those who follow political correctness, regardless of the benefit or detriment of their own organization. Those who follow the common thought. Those who follow the direction of whether it be media or focus groups or marketing research, where the data tells you the only way to do this looks like that. Even if it runs contrary to common sense, even if it runs contrary to all of the data and research that you've done internally about your own organization, your own leadership style, the people on your team, the products that you sell, the customers who buy them, even if everything that you're doing runs counter to that, if the political sway, if the mainstream media, if the group think, those other people who think like you think, that vote like you vote, who go where you go, who buy what you buy, if they are part of the same lifestyle and doing the same things, then you should do what they do, right? See, one of the challenges with leadership today is that even leaders of mega organizations, I mean, multi billion dollar corporations are being swayed by the groupthink of certain organizations that, well, for lack of a better term, are the bullies. I mean, if you've got a group of 3,000 employees and 10 of those employees want your company to do a certain thing, well, if it's not beneficial for the company, then those 10 employees shouldn't necessarily drive the direction of the choice. But if those 10 employees begin like a cancer to threaten all 3,000 or threaten the livelihood of the organization, threaten the viability, the cancel culture, we'll just make sure that you're not in business at all. It doesn't matter if it's 3,000 employees and 10 who are antithetical to your process or it's 3,000 customers and 10 who are antithetical to your process. Now, how do we know this? Because we know that the, culture, the cancel culture in the last five years even has grown strong enough that if you get crossways with them politically, if you get crossways with them in the ways of public communication, if you say a word they don't like or behave in a way they don't like, they will use the tools of social media and the tools of commerce to destroy your business. One hairstylist, been in the same place for 12 years, had great success for 12 years, had several A-list people on her client list for 12 years, got crossways with one of those clients, and within hours, 12 years of business, utterly destroyed because she didn't follow the group thing. She didn't support the idea that one group of people could be treated differently than everybody else just because they demand to be. See, that's the kind of group think that brings down large organizations, big companies. 
and even nations. We need leaders in our world today who are willing to stand up against the status quo. Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King Jr., they stood up against the status quo. They understood that there was a flow going in a certain direction. And, and I've, I've got to separate in my mind the agenda of Rosa Parks or Martin Luther King Jr. and what we're seeing today because while I support the agenda of Martin Luther King and Rosa Parks, I support civil rights, I support black people to have equal rights and all people of color to have equal rights in voting, in jobs, in education, in civility, 100% to everybody else. What I don't support is an organization that adopts or hijacks that genuine issue in order to create a movement that has a different purpose afoot. They've simply adopted the needs of these people in order to get these people to groupthink with them and to behave with them in a way that is dangerous. But we've seen it in small companies and large companies. We've seen it in social media. We've seen entrepreneurs lose their livelihood. We've seen businesses close and shutter their doors, some of them forever. Because there's an agenda at foot that most of us are unaware of. And the groupthink, the political correctness, the move along to get along, the, well, you know, you got to do what everybody does or you'll be out of business kind of ideology has destroyed the fabric of a lot of entrepreneurs. It's destroyed the will of a lot of people who fell into the process and they did their right thing. They went and got their education. They went on to college. They got into a career. They followed all the right paths to be successful, to be where they are. But then they got caught up in that groupthink. And so now they don't have an independent thought. They don't have the ability to come to a conclusion all on their own. If the individual's ideas are not fed to them by the groupthink, they don't know what to think. And heaven forbid they actually do begin to think on their own. They have a fresh idea on their own. They have a new understanding on their own. They have a revelation or an epiphany on their own. Because the minute they do, they will be cast aside. Some of them, for whatever reason, tend to commit suicide the minute their ideas are not part of the groupthink. I'll let you think on that one for a minute. But as leaders, our role is to influence others to nobility. That's what we're here for. Our job is to inspire them to think for themselves, to give them the facts to give them ideas, to give them direction, and then let them figure it out. Not to tell them what to think, but to train them how to follow the process of thinking. I love the way John Maxwell says it. Thinking is the most important work you will do all day. And if you don't set aside time to think, then you probably won't. And I believe it was Einstein, it may have been someone else who said, Thinking is the hardest work you'll ever do, and that's why so few people engage in it. But I want to challenge you, if you're a leader at any level, at any level, I don't care if you run a multi-billion dollar corporation or your own mom and pop shop with two employees or you're just yourself, take the time to do the thinking on your own, independent thinking, do your own research. Think the thoughts that make good sense to you and then think them through all the way to the end 
extrapolate a new idea until it becomes a new product in your mind. And if you'll take the time to think like that, you'll find that the groupthink doesn't have your best interest at heart. The groupthink has its own agenda and you're not necessarily part of it unless you're just a sheep or a salmon going where they tell you to go so that they have safety in numbers. I'm Jay Lauren Norris with Leading Leaders Podcast for Tell It Like It Is TV. Have a blessed day. Subscribe now for our extensive video library of leadership lessons promoting faith, family, and freedom.